0: You're listening to the Christian Indie Artists and Songwriters Podcast, the place where faith, music, and life intersect. We exist to help Christian Indie Artists and Songwriters just like you get songs heard. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the Christian Indie Artists and Songwriters Podcast. I'm your host, Brian, and on today's episode, we're going to talk about co-writing. And we're actually going to talk about co-writing for the next few weeks. So I figured the best place to start in a conversation about co-writing is actually the technology that we need to be able to co-write. Well, some of this stuff will carry over if you're doing co-writes in the flesh with other people, but more of us than ever are actually co-writing remotely. So I want to talk about the tools I use in every single remote co-write I do. And I actually just got off of a co-write a few minutes ago and doing the co-write reminded me of one other extra thing that I didn't have mentioned in my initial notes. So we're going to talk about the six things that I think are really important to every co-write. But before we do that, I've got something for you. If you are anything like me, you are recording your music from home. Chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you are an artist and a songwriter. You know that getting your music out into the world is really important. It's a great way to share your music and make impact with your music. And one of, if not the best way to be able to record and release your music consistently, which helps get your music pushed out by the algorithms on these DSPs like Spotify and Apple Music is by recording at home. So I've got something to help you do that. If you click the link below, you'll find a link to record your vocals like a pro. It is the vocal module from my music production course, Logic Pro X for artists and songwriters. And the vocal module is absolutely free. It'll walk through how to record your vocal properly and then also edit with things like pitch correction, timing correction, and various other things that will help you record your vocals like a pro. All you have to do is click the link below. Sign up and it'll be yours, instant and free access. And whether you decide to upgrade to the full course or not, Record Your Vocals Like a Pro is yours to keep, to refer to, and learn from forever. So now let's jump into the six pieces of technology that will help you co-write better than you ever have before. And number one is something you probably already use or at least have heard of, and that is Google Docs. Google Docs is the way that whether we are in the room with each other or collaborating remotely, It is the way that we all literally keep on the same page. Now, if you don't know what Google Docs is, it's a free service. All you have to do is have a Google account, meaning you have a Gmail account, like a majority of the world who has Gmail account. Google has a ton of free resources and things like Google Docs that you can just sign into and you can create and share documents with each other. And the thing that's really powerful about this is not only is it fully shareable and it's in the cloud, but you can actually edit in real time and go through all of the different ideas throw out ideas erase delete or add in your own ideas and everyone can watch to the type and edit so it's a really great way to stay on the same page again It's free. And the other benefit is that these documents are there forever because they're stored in the Google cloud. So whether you're looking at it today or you're going back to rewrite it in a month or in 25 years, it will still be there as long as Google's around. And I would think that Google's not going anywhere. So your documents are safe and stored. So Google docs is the first piece of technology. And honestly, one of the most important piece of technology to help us co-write together. And the second piece of technology that's really crucial and vital to co-writing is Zoom, literally what I'm using right now to record this podcast. And it's kind of funny, back in 2017 when I started to co-write, I'd never heard of Zoom. And you know, we all have FaceTime and and all things like that. I never heard of Zoom, but then I ended up co-writing with someone and they sent me a Zoom link. And I was like, what does that mean? Am I Zooming into something? What does that mean? So, of course, it ended up being Zoom, and this is several years ago. And honestly, since then, it's been the way that I have done all of my co-writing, remote co-writing, And it wasn't until this past year where the pandemic struck up and everybody and their grandmother uses Zoom all the time, which has actually been a really huge help because now it's not like, what's Zoom? Everyone knows what Zoom is. So so with that, obviously it helps us keep connected visually. Also there's ways you can share your screen, which is super easy and handy, and you can share documents. So really Zoom is a great tool to be able to co-write with each other. And I will kind of go back to what I just said about how now that it's become normalized, kind of before the pandemic, when everybody was more co-writing in person, I feel like Zoom has really enabled us to step outside of our normal writing groups, writing camps, whatever whatever that looks like, and actually collaborate with new people. And I co-write with people that are local, but we still do it on Zoom because it might be more convenient to do it at night. It might be a distance thing, or, you know, sicknesses and illness, whatever whatever it might be. But Zoom really can help make things very convenient. Because even if you're in the same town, now I will say a side note, I feel like writing in a room is really powerful and in some cases is more powerful than doing it remotely. However, I know for me personally, I've written a ton of songs and released a ton of songs that have made impact that have come only through Zoom co-writing. So, there's so much power in it, and it's not to be overlooked. And whether you use them all the time or not, it's a really great tool and a piece of technology that actually helps us co-write way better, way more easily, and way more effectively than ever before. Now, the next piece of technology I think is really important when it comes to co-writing is a site called B-Rhymes, or as I call B-Rhymes. And what this basically is, is a Near Rhyme dictionary. And I don't know if you're anything like me, you can be in a co writing situation and you're looking for that rhyme. You're looking for that word that maybe isn't a perfect rhyme because it's too on the nose or cheesy or whatever, but you're looking for a near rhyme and you're just kind of drawing a blank or the ones you're coming up with you've already used or whatever it might be. So there are actually a ton of other services. I know Rhyme Zone is one of these as well, but it's like a near rhyme dictionary. And I like B hyphen rhymes. That's all you type is b rhymes.com. Or there's also an app. So whether you're in front of your computer and your desktop, laptop, or on your phone or tablet, you can get to it, download the app. And it's really great because it'll give you a huge list. So for instance, if we're writing, we want to rhyme a word that starts with day, then it will give a billion, not a billion, a billion is too many, but it'll give a ton of near rhymes. It will give you some perfect rhymes, but it might say away or slay or whatever, that will help you kind of at least give you some ideas. And I know for me, a ton of times when we'll do this, we'll put it in the the near rhyme dictionary and we may not even use any of the results that it gives, but it'll kind of spur us on to the next idea. So having a near rhyme dictionary at your disposal during a co-write is really important and a great way to use technology to help get better at co-writing. The next one I wanted to talk about is someone in the same ballpark as the near rhyme dictionary, but it's the... That's a tough word to say for me. It's the thesaurus that begs me to ask the question, what is the dinosaur with the greatest vocabulary? And that is the thesaurus. Thank you. Thank you so very much for listening. So obviously, a dictionary is great. You can look at the definition of words, and that also is something you could use. But in most cases for me, and this is the one that I actually used today that I forgot to put on my initial list, is the thesaurus. We might be coming up to a word and we want to stay in the same ballpark, the same family of words, but we kind of run around, run out of ideas, maybe with a rhyme scheme or whatever, so we can just type in the word and we all know what a thesaurus does. It will help generate more words that are sort of loosely based on that word. I use Google a lot for this. I don't have a particular thesaurus that I use, but usually when you type in a word like synonyms for and then whatever the word is, the first search that comes up, they'll give you a big list of words. The ones that are in orange or red are the more closely related. And then as it goes down the line, it becomes more loosely related. But this is really helpful and honestly can help get the song moving and get the mo- keep the momentum going because it gives you another word option. Now, you're super smart and you have a great vocabulary, but sometimes we forget words. We get so focused on a one word. Using a thesaurus like this can really help get us out of ruts and help us use fresh language because that's one thing that that I always challenge myself with personally, especially in lyric writing, is I don't just want to say the same thing that I've said a thousand times or heard a thousand times. And so using a tool like a thesaurus can really help bring you out of that spot and find some fresh language and bring that into your co-writing. And then when all of your co-writers are kind of using that together, ultimately result in the best songs and the best lyrics possible. The fifth piece of technology that I wanted to talk about is actually using Spotify. And this might be a little surprising to you, but like, why would you listen to other people's music as you're writing songs? Well, you know that I'm really big into references and references, again, my definition of referencing is not copying, it's intentional inspiration, meaning that sometimes at the beginning, and I can think of a bunch of circumstances in my mind right now where we've been sitting around in a room about to write a song or in a virtual room, and we just start listening to some songs to kind of catch a vibe, be like, hey, I love this song. Let's check it out. And that kind of puts that into the room. And then maybe another song. Oh, and then you kind of get that. And then next thing you know, we've listened to maybe two or three songs and you're like, wow, you can kind of start creating a new vibe based on those influences that are fresh in your mind. Also too, you might be working on a song and you might be like, uh, I don't know. I feel like I've heard that line before. And then you might go to that song on Spotify and just listen back to like, yeah, that's a little bit too close. Let's kind of rework that to find something fresh, but having, it doesn't have to be Spotify, you know, Apple music, wherever you listen to music, YouTube, whatever, but having some sort of music readily available to use as a reference point And also kind of a check and balance point, I think is really important to creating high quality songs that are current and will stand up against those other songs. Because ultimately, when we're releasing music, people are listening to you know big artists and they're out there listening to their favorite songs. And if, if we want our songs to be able to kind of sit in that same pocket, then we need to kind of know what has happened, whether it's an older song, we're trying to kind of recreate that vibe, or if it's a brand new vibe, either way, the only way to kind of know and be aware of those tendencies and the lyric style and the melodic style is by listening to it. So having Spotify able to just pull up quickly and kind of dig into is a great way and a great piece of technology to help us co-write better than we ever have before. And the last bit of technology that I wanted to mention, number six, in my case, I love to use Logic Pro X. And again, this could be any DAW, whether it's Pro Tools or Ableton or Studio One or whatever it is. But Having a DAW at your disposal during a co-write is really powerful. So I produce music. That's my full-time job. So a lot of times when I come into a co-write situation, I will have usually a pre-prepared track idea to present to the group. Now, do we always use this track idea? No. Even the one that we did today, we actually used another, my other buddy is a producer. We actually used his track. So I still have that track to use. Whether it becomes a song or not down the road, who knows? I love the process of building tracks. So I bring that in to the co-write to present that as an idea that we can top line to which by top line I mean we write melody and lyric to the track and again these aren't fully fleshed out tracks so there's a lot of stuff we can do to manipulate that if we need to if we decide we want to change the chords up or whatever we can easily and quickly do that but it's having that initial vibe because I feel like so much of co-writing especially modern co-writing is all about the vibe It's all about the feeling of the song. And the track ultimately is what's doing that. Because, sure, you can write an amazing song on acoustic guitar. It's been done for hundreds of years. But when you bring a track idea, it's a more fluid, it's a more realized idea. You know, just depending on the piano sounds or the reverb types or the drum sounds, whatever. That will all kind of speak to the direction of the song. So a lot of times what I do before I write a song is I'll I'll text or message the group before we go. Maybe a day or two before we go. And just ask them, hey, what kind of songs are you listening to? What's influencing you now? And have them send me those tracks. That way, I can kind of create something when I'm influenced by those sounds to try to present something that's top of mind for them. And a lot of times, we end up demoing those songs. And because the track is pretty far down the road, it can be really easy to get a high-quality demo quickly because basically what we need to do is take the work tape and then, whoever's going to sing the demo vocal just needs to record it and send it to me, or if I'm doing it myself, record it myself, add it into the track that's already there. And then, pretty quickly, we have a great sounding demo that will help stand out among all of the other work tapes and things in the phone that we might already have. Because if we're writing a lot of songs, you know, you have a lot of voice memos, and that's great, but they can kind of sound similar. And it might get lost, but if you have a really high quality demo, that one's going to stand out because it sounds better, it's more realized, and that vibe will kind of put the fire beneath that song to push it a little further. And I've had many cases to where I brought a track idea into a song and it's becoming a demo, and then it ends up becoming a full produced track that gets released. So that's something that I do. And if you're not a producer, it's not something you need to worry about. It's just something that I know that I've done this for the past probably couple of years will always bring a track idea into a right to help establish that vibe and also kind of be already working towards the demo so that we all have something that we're happy and excited to share after the song is complete. So that's it. Those are the six pieces of technology that I use every single time I co-write and I know that they will help you On your journey, if you're not already using them, but between having Google Docs, using Zoom to actually communicate, then using a near rhyme dictionary like B-Rhymes, get fresh ideas and rhyme schemes, then use a thesaurus to make sure that all of our words are fresh, and then using Spotify or another music listening platform, streaming platform to help keep ideas and innovations and inspirations fresh, and then like in my case, I like using a DAW to help actually track up ideas. And through Zoom, I can share my screen so they can get high quality audio of my actual session. I'll just share my session screen shared directly to them. And a lot of times we'll loop the track and then we'll just write to it in real time together. So that can be really handy and to keep things really efficient and proficient as we write together. So I hope that that makes sense and I hope that it's helpful. I want to know What tools do you like to use best in co-writing? And do you do mostly in person or mostly virtual writes? Comment below and let me know which one you prefer or which one you do the most. Also, don't forget to subscribe and like this video. That really helps. The more subscriptions we have, the more likes we get, the more people get a chance to see and hear this podcast and watch these videos on YouTube if you're watching on YouTube. So it's really important. So if you just take a second, click the like button, hit subscribe. If you did subscribe when you listen to this, just say, I subscribed in the comment box. That'd be super helpful. Also, if you're listening to this on iTunes, don't forget to leave a review. If you're on Spotify, don't forget to follow the podcast. And then again, click the link below, Get record your vocals like a pro for free. That way you can create the best sounding vocals in your own home studio. And as always, thanks so much for stopping by the CIS podcast. And I will see you next Friday at 5 a.m. Eastern. We want to help reach as many Christian indie artists and songwriters as possible. And one way we can do that is with your help. So if you could take a minute and leave us a review on iTunes, that would be so appreciated. This is how the iTunes algorithm will push this content out to more and more Christian indie artists and songwriters. So like I said, if you could just take a couple seconds, leave us a review. That would be so awesome. It means so much to us, and we would really appreciate it.